Hi, I'm Peter Crick and welcome to the Friday Morning Wrap of the Week. I'm very pleased this morning to have uh, Rob Lenahan, uh, a member of the Save and Grow Gyra Group. And uh, thank you very much, Rob, to come in and talk to us about uh, some of the issues that Save and Grow Gyra Group are, are very concerned about. Thank you, Peter, and I appreciate the time allowed. Thank you. The Save and Grow Gyra Group, can you tell me how long you've been going for? Well, it's a group of uh, Gyra people that formed, formed themselves rather informally some years ago to oppose the proposed Fit for the Future process, which was to amalgamate as many councils across the state as possible, and we saw, we saw red and uh, didn't like the idea um, <coughs> and we could because we had a 110-year history of Gyra Shire Council and uh, we saw a necessity to, to resist that and encourage our local community to, uh, to avoid the possible merger with Armidale, which, of course, we know has now happened. Yeah, and as a result of that, you've kept going, though, to try and reverse that merger, I gather. Well, since merger, we, we reformed and actually named the group Save and Grow Gyra um, and became more formally organised amongst ourselves. We're still not recognised under any um, Department of Fair Trading requirements or anything. We're just a group of local people are resisting the amalgamation at this stage um, for the simple fact that the Gyra Shire Council residents and former ratepayers have no representation on Armidale Regional Council at the present time. It's a simple matter of population against population. And as I said, we had a 110-year his history of successful and viable council for many years, despite what some of the current Armidale Regional Councillors and Administration are saying that Agara was in a, a dreadful and unviable state is not quite correct. I can quote that uh, Agara Council had in excess of $13 million in interest-bearing deposits um, at the time of amalgamation. And yes, they had a $7 million work deficit, but no one's ever mentioned the state of Armidale Demeric Council at the time of amalgamation. I know for a fact they had red numbers in their bank accounts and actually had to borrow money to, to uh, at one stage, prior to amalgamation, to, to uh, service their, their wage bill. And... Um, Incidentally, they had a $27 million work deficit. Um, so, you know, to say that Gyra was in a, a far worse state than Armidale is not quite correct. And um, that's one of the reasons why we've fought on with our fight to uh, demerger um, process, which involves <coughs> um, sending, preparing a submission, which is almost done. Um, we've just got to tidy it up and... What's delayed us for so long is we have to get 10% of the Armidale Regional Council electoral roll voters to sign a letter of support that must accompany the submission to the powers that be in Macquarie Street. And they, of course, are the Minister for Local Government, who is now a, a more recent one, only just um, appointed some weeks ago, Wendy Tuckerman, um, and she can uh, either approve or throw out any submission at any stage through the procedure. 
but Adam Marshall's assured us he will be taking our, um, our, our submission and signatories down to, to Sydney with him when we have them completed and uh, presenting them to Wendy Tuckerman and, and um, trying to convince her to pass it on to the Boundaries Commission, which is the next, next stage of the procedural process. Yeah. Okay, if you just have a look at this process that you've been going through, uh, I gather it's been going since about 2019-20 when you first sort of started getting the campaign moving to try and uh, get the demerger requirements uh, addressed. And imagine you would need about 3,000 letters because the size of the Armadale Regional Council is 30,000 people. Well, that's not quite right. I think at this stage we can't get an accurate, accurate figure from the electoral office, believe it or not. Um, it's somewhere in the vicinity of just over 2,000, we believe. Right. Um, that's the actual voting electoral role of Armadale Regional Council. Okay. And uh, as of last year in the Express, the Armadale Express, I think in July last year, was, uh, Gordon Yeoman's one of your uh, members um, of the Save and Grow Gyra, uh, was quoted, quoted the 2,036 letters as of that time. I'm, I don't know whether I'm misquoting that or not, but that's what the article says. Um, how many of those have you got? Well, we've got... Look, we haven't done a count in recent days simply because uh, some weeks ago we, we rented a shop front in Gyra to access signatories for the support letter and that is, is rolling along extremely well because we've had a pause and revisited it, it seems to be there seems to be more awareness now. A demerger is is possible, and and the community of of turning up um, in a good steady stream to sign the letters. And some weeks ago, I know we had thirteen hundred. It's gone well in excess of that at the moment. I think we've gained another two hundred and fifty or three hundred in the last two to three weeks. So we're getting closer by the time uh, by the day. And uh, so do you think you're ready to be able to present that petition to Adam Marshall to take the Parliament? Or is yeah, well, Peter, we're hoping to be ready sort of in the first week of December is our, is our plan, even earlier if possible, mm -hmm. so that it can be pre presented to Parliament well before the recess begins in December and uh, bearing in mind that um, it won't return till late February, Parliament, I don't think, don't quote me on those times, but... Um, and, we have to, and we do have an election next year We too. do have an election in March. Yeah. So yeah, I would have to assume that may actually hold things up a bit too. It quite possibly could. There's mm. been commitments made by Labor in our favour, but whether the, whether they can be held or that, we, mm. we're yet to find out. Yes, well, I think all the pundits are saying it's going to be a very close one. Let's get back to the actual prospect of a demerger and, and just see, from my point of view, how viable it is because I think my main concern is that since the merger happened, you've lost a fairly significant population group from the old Gaira Council area with Tinga going to uh, in rural. Yes, Peter, and that's a good point. And um, we lost 880 square, square kilometres and um, we uh, lost nearly 900 residents. But bear in mind that Tinga being a common, there wasn't a great... Uh, rate base drawn from that area and our proposal in our submission details a new area for a Gaira based council 
which we believe will form two viable areas, one based in Armidale and one based in Gyra. And our Gyra one is slightly larger than the Gyra Shire without Tinga and slightly larger in population. So the reality is that the, the boundaries would be redrawn differently to what they were before the merger of Saturday. That's right. And, and Won't that be a bone of contention in itself if it does happen? We must bear in mind that when the Amalgamated Council was formed, there was boundaries adjustments made, particularly in Ebor, where um, one side of the main road that goes through Ebor was in one shire and the other side of the road was in another shire. So it, this boundary adjustments aren't new. And we dare not um, insist on our actual mapping area be adopted by the Boundaries Commission. That's where they come in and use their authority and, and expertise in redesigning a new two new council areas. Yeah, and just on my observation, and I don't mean this is a criticism, but the last 2021 census, I think, showed Gyra as having a population of just over 2,000 people. Now, the associated service area around that, that it would be the um, rural areas, would probably add, I probably for another 1,000, maybe a bit more. Roughly around that, yeah, I think. It would it'd, yeah. it'd still be one of the smallest councils in New South Wales, wouldn't it, um, if it was uh, allowed to freestand again? Well, possibly, but as I said, we had 110 years of small, successful council with a happy relationship with our ratepayers. We want it back. That's basically the guts of it, and uh, we can prove our viability. And I will add that if and when it happens, we have a significant amount of younger generational people who are quite keen to get involved at council level. So don't discount the fact that there are people there that will support us and, and we could have a viable election. There's another point, too, made by the, by the current councillors and mayor is that You've got some quite significant liabilities existing up there. One, the re reformation of the tip, which apparently is going to cost around $4 million, and um, and also the water issues as well that we had during the drought, which really showed that we, the problems that both towns have got and both areas yes. have got. How's the, how's the demerge council going to be able to deal with that those challenges straight away? Well, I was quite pleased to hear the comment that... Uh, Regeneration, the rejuvenation of the former landfill site was going to cost four million because Gyra Council already had a plan in place to do that, and it was six point two million then. So, um, no. I'm quite relieved to hear. But they're problems that you know a lot of lot of councils mm. yeah. are having at present, and um, I believe we can attract grant money to cover those sort of incidences. And that, yes, it will have to be, be done. It's um, a, an EPA requirement, I believe. Yeah. But I don't believe it's a preventative um, cost that's going, going to get in our road. Well, I think one thing that many people do agree on is that this merger process across the state hasn't been very well handled and it's um, resulted in a lot of councils almost becoming insolvent. But there's one demerger that's been allowed to occur and that's um, uh, Kudamunda and Gundagai. Uh, but I believe that the circumstances there are quite a bit different to this one. Is that correct? That's Indeed, that's right. Um, the situation in Cootamundra Gundagai, when they emerged, the new, newly formed regional council was based in Cootamundra. They only took 12 to 18 months to realise what had 
a dreadful decision had been made and uh, they're the ones that applied to the state government to demerge. So a different set of circumstances and scenario down there mm. entirely. And, and um, it's interesting to note that uh, the Boundaries Commission recommended to the previous Minister for Local Government, Shelley Hancock, uh, after looking at the Kootamundra Gundagai um, <coughs> application for demerger, that she adopt that demerger and as she's entitled to do, took the, the extreme uh, um, movement of action of, of, of wiping it and not allowing the demerger to go ahead. With the Cabinet reshuffle and the appointment of Wendy Tuckerman, there seems to be a little bit more sympathetic approach to it. And uh, we were quite encouraged to see that Wendy Tuckerman, after the Boundaries Commission had vi visited Cootamundra and Gundagai publicly on two separate occasions, uh, recommended to Wendy Tuckerman that they that she demerge those two councils, and that's what's exactly happened only some weeks ago. Yes, yes, very recent. Well, Rob, thank you very much for coming and explaining that, and I think everybody will watch with interest and just see how you go, and all the best if if you are going to succeed. Thank you, Peter, and I appreciate the time from Two ARM FM. And I, I, it's a shame that your strength's not quite strong enough in the guy area. We can get you, but it's yeah. a bit scratchy at times. And I'd, I'd love to encourage and assist in any way I can, getting, getting your, uh, your strength of your signal out a little bit further. Well, it's interesting that uh, we have talked about that because it's just a geography between here and Gaia that causes the problems of yeah, trying to engage our community more. And Gaia is definitely part of our community. So let's hope, let's hope for the best there. Okay, I've been speaking to Rob Lenahan, one of the people involved in the Save and Grow Gyra movement for the demerger of Gyra from the Armadale Regional Council area.